22nd Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival is coming March 1st through 5th, 2017 to San Francisco, featuring 25 shows in five days and 50 comedians from across the entire U.S. From Washington and Portland to Los Angeles, New York to Indiana, Tennessee to Pennsylvania, these comics will join San Francisco's best underground comedians for five days of comedy at Mutiny Radio. All shows will be live streaming and available after via podcast at www.mutinyradio.fm. But see them live in our intimate 30-seat performance space at 2781 21st Street in the Mission, March 1st through 5th. Tickets available on our website, www.mutinyradio.fm now. Brought to you by our generous festival sponsors, Alta California Botanicals, Destiny's Mom, What a Tomato Produce Company, the law offices of John P. Strauss III, Asiento, FruFruHot.com, JankyTown.org, Brooke Heineken, Pervert Fervor, and Trina Roderick. Asiento. This locally owned Mission Neighborhood Bar and Restaurant is excited to be a sponsor for the festival. We hope you'll join us any night of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival for happy hour pricing all night long. Just mention that you are an audience member for happy hour pricing March 1st through the 5th at Asiento. Our address is 2730 21st Street at Bryant Street, just a half a block away from Mutiny Radio. Asiento has a warm, friendly neighborhood vibe that's perfect for an after-work drink or for a night out. Featuring a comfortable bar and extensive tapas menu, this is the perfect place for groups that want to get together for drinks and food. Join us at Asiento. Whoa there. What a tomato! Where did you find such a nice tomato? What a tomato? I know, I just said that. Where'd you get that fine heirloom? What a tomato. Look, man, this isn't a come on. Just tell me where you got that beautiful tomato. What a tomato. No, no, seriously. I actually want to eat a tomato. I love tomatoes. Where did you get that tomato? What a tomato. Dude, it's a fine, beautiful tomato. I want to eat one, too. I want one right now. I like to eat them like an apple with salt. Tell me, where'd you get the tomato? What a tomato. Are you high? Just tell me where I can find a tomato like that. What a tomato. Is this a metaphor? What a tomato produce company in San Francisco. For all your wholesale produce needs... 2055 Jared Avenue. Hope your legs are looking sexy, because we're going to charm your pants off. Come to the Charm Offensive Comedy Show at Punchline San Francisco. It's a night of great jokes, magnetic personalities, featuring the Bay Area's most awarded comedians, plus national headliners. You'll laugh. You'll swoon. And when you regain your composure, you'll swipe right. Tuesday, March 7th. Doors at 7, show at 7.30 at 444 Battery Street in San Francisco's Financial District. Brought to you by Paco Romaine and Destiny's Moms Comedy. Our last show sold out, so get your tickets now at punchlinecomedyclub.com. Charm Offensive at Punchline Comedy San Francisco. Tuesday, March 7th. See you there, sexy. What's with the limp? I got hit by a car on my bike. 
This person just ran a red light. How are you gonna work? You wait tables. I don't know. I'm terrified. I count on my tips and these hospital bills are confusing. The insurance adjusters just treat me like I'm a piece of paperwork. Man, you should go to johnstrausslaw.com. John Strauss is a great personal injury attorney. When I got hurt, he handled everything for me. He was on my side. And best of all, I didn't have to pay out of pocket. He got paid when I did. That's great because I cannot afford to pay out of pocket. Yeah, don't let them confuse you and trick you. They treat you like you're a business. And it's not business, it's personal. Injury. JohnStraussLaw.com Doing it. I know we all thought that they couldn't. tuned into Mutiny Radio. It's 8 o'clock. It's time for Panastas Time at Comedy Clubhouse. I need to smoke a cigarette because I just finished <laughs> happy hour and I'm going to do that. So what's going to happen is that thank you for tuning in to Pam Tassis Comedy Clubhouse here on Mutiny Radio. But I'm going to go outside and smoke the cigarette. You guys are going to listen to Floating Goat, which you know you love. You know you love Floating Goat. Yes. And we're going to be right back with the birthday roast of Jonathan Moore after I smoke this cigarette. Thanks again to David Zunzu, running the ones and twos. Everybody clap wildly for him. Every week without fail. He gets nothing out of this. I have no idea why you do this. We need to play magic again soon so that I can understand like life and the whole world. I, he actually gave this amazing deck called Soul Sisters and I murder small children with it all the time. It is so great. Every time I meet an eight-year-old that plays magic, I'm like, oh, what? I got a, I got a deck in my bag. I'm gonna fuck you up, asshole. I mean, I mean it in the nicest way. If they actually beat me, I'm like, wow, you've ha- you have a huge life thing that just happened to you. You just beat me at magic. Never let children win. Yeah. And seriously, don't give them false expectations. What is wrong with us? Why do we let children win all the time? And then we're like, oh, you're a special individual flower. Fuck you. If you actually beat me at magic, you fucking beat me. And that's a big deal. <laughs> all right. Uh, we're going to be back in just a minute with stuff. And yay, it's Jonathan's birthday. Listen to Floating Goat. Yay.
Jonathan, come take a seat up in the front or on the side. Perfect. The people on the side are going to sit and they're going to be over here. It's like a roast, but kind of not. We're, I don't know how to be mean. <laughs> I can be mean. Yay, it's Jonathan's birthday. Yay. My favorite thing, my favorite thing about Jonathan's birthday is that it means that we're only 10 years apart. <laughs> because for those six weeks out of the, six months out of the year, I'm actually 11 years older than him. And that makes me feel like a, like a, like a rapist. Uh, I used to be, this is a fun thing. I used to be a junior high school teacher when I was in my early 20s. So when I was 21, I taught students that were 12, 13, 14. And uh, all of my students are now comedians. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Except for Jonathan. Uh, no, I, no, I don't even know if my students. Jonathan does great impressions of people, but only to me at home alone in the dark while we're having sex. <laughs> so it's weird. Because like he'll do a Paul Brumba and it's so spot on. And I'm like, oh, I just lost my heart on. <laughs> I didn't. My tiny, my tiny dick, which I have one. It's called a clitoris. My tiny dick just got soft because he did Paul Brumbaugh's voice. <laughs> that happens sometimes. This is a fun fact. Sometimes when I'm about to come hard and Jonathan doesn't want to, he thinks about Zach Wiseman. <laughs> he doesn't think about baseball or his grandma. What he thinks about alone in the dark to make his dick soft is Zach Wiseman, who's another comedian who's up tonight. That's exactly what makes his dick soft, is uh, Zach Wiseman. I, I don't know how many people's dick get soft with Zach Wiseman. I've heard he's been with dudes in a car, and uh, they want to they suck his dick. And it, I don't even... I'm really excited that John, Jonathan circumcised his own dick at 17 years old. He had, he had a badass elephant dick until he was 17. No, he didn't. I well, you went to a doctor. That's good, so that it looks normal. It looks great. It looks great. But I wish I would have seen his elephant dick before, because man, uncircumcised dicks are so much fun. Because it's like, how do I deal with this? It's kind of like um, a guy's looking for the G spot on a woman, and I just need an uncircumcised dick. Because then, okay, because you pull it back, it's so sensitive. No, all right, it's fine. If you touch the. I not <laughs> I don't know about uncircumcised dicks very much. I don't understand them. Uh, what else can we? How else can we make fun of Jonathan Moore? He is the nicest person that's ever personed, and he gives everyone his weed all the time. That's really nice. We should smoke weed right now in honor of of uh, Jonathan Moore. No, we can get your. I'll get your backpack. I'll find your backpack. That's what I do. I find his backpack and then I give everyone weed. And that's, oops, that's where it's going. Sorry, we had I gave it all away. We're socialists. He's he's a socialist by proxy only because he hangs out with me. I don't think he loves Marx as much as I do. Although sometimes he grows out his beard and I'm like, oh, Marx, you can give it to me that way. Ah. <laughs> uh, there was, we, we have fun, we have fun. I don't like him to look at my butthole. Uh, it's, it's hard, because he likes to bang me from behind, and I don't like it because my butthole is, uh, it's really fluffy. Um, no, I just, I mean, I haven't had any babies, but I have hemorrhoids, so it's kind of, it looks like someone threw a hand grenade into a deli. <laughs> That's what my butthole looks like. It's 
someone. It's meaty, is what I'm saying. It's weird. He looks at it all the time, though. And he was today. Today we were actually having sex, and he's like, "Do you want to look at my butthole?" And I was like, "No." He's like, "I look at yours all the time." And I'm like, "Oh no, <laughs> I've never looked up close at your chocolate starfish." I kind of want to, though. I want to see what's going on in there. That's where all the joy comes from. Uh, only because we eat spicy foods late at night, and I just I, I hear him in the morning, and it's so fun. It's like I don't want to know what's going on in there. You know what I'm saying? Like out there, I don't know. I I'm interested. They're fun, fun sounds. Ugh, ugh. Other people in our in other people in our apartment complex think we're having sex, but it's just Jonathan pooping in the morning. <laughs> like it's. Oh, 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 oh. I'm like, I know. The fucking OSHA is tough, right? I like, I like his spicy eight. He likes his spicy four. He's not a spicy guy. He's a chill out kind of guy. And I'm, I'm, I, make his, I, I make him have explosions. <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> I like to hear them in the morning. If I wake up and I hear them, I'm like, oh, I love him. I love him so much. <laughs> the only thing I don't love about him is when he coughs at night because we smoke too much. We smoke too many cigarettes. And at 3 in the morning, he starts coughing. And I'm like, I love you. I'm sorry that we're dying. <laughs> it's my fault. I don't buy cigarettes. <laughs> I'm a terrible girlfriend. It's, it's true. I don't ever buy cigarettes because he's got them all for me. And beers. And I'm a horrible human being. I don't know how to roast you. I only know how to roast Zach Wiseman. Do it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he, uh, I, you know, I worry about having mice at Mutiny Radio here because they can just crawl under the door. And the problem is that Zach Wiseman actually has the, <laughs> the, what's it called? The, when you know what the, the, it's 19. No, no. <laughs> the thing that you know when you know the key to get in, he knows the keys to the locks. <laughs> he knows. He's like a mouse with opposable thumbs that knows how to get in here. And I just feel like th- I would rather have mice under living under, under the stairs here than Zach Wiseman. He lives under stairs. Yay. <laughs> He's, he does. He lives under the stairs, but I, like, there are mice... So we tried to put this weird stuff on the door so that mice wouldn't come in and they still swoop through and they come in and then they live inside the, they live inside the, uh, the behind the warm refrigerator. <laughs> That's where they all live. Nice. Drink too many beers. Everyone will be able to make fun of me because I drink too many beers. Uh, let's sing the song and then we'll start this shit up. If you know how it goes, sing along with me. M-U-T-I-N-Y, Comedy Clubhouse, Comedy, Clubhouse, Comedy, Clubhouse, together we will bring our jokes up high, 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 high. <coughs> <coughs> oh my god, that Pogeoji is so good, M-U-T-I-N-Y, Comedy Clubhouse, you want to come inside my clubhouse? Yeah. Yay, yay. We're all here tonight because we're going to make fun of Jonathan because it's his birthday and he's 32. Oh. And I love him so much. And we're going to have a good time, everybody. We'll see what happens here on the days. Your first comedian, she's a lady. She's a lady. Whoa, whoa, whoa. She's a lady. And she also, really, if you are friends with her on Facebook, you should so you can see all her naked pictures. She is a hot, hot model. 
Everybody put your hands together for Alyssa Westerlund! <laughs> got a sexy ass back you guys I got a sexy ass back um uh, jonathan says i'm perfectly okay with my clothes on uh so that's good uh i really don't know how to roast this guy i don't it's gonna be i i was like well yeah he gives too much weed away that's not uh lucrative um it's not very he's not very good with investments apparently um but i think that everyone here kind of looks up to him uh because you know he's just obviously such a patient man right <laughs> And I, it gives me hope. It gives me a lot of hope uh, for the future, you know, that I, I won't die alone. Right? I figure if he can put up with Pam, somebody out there can put up with me. Yeah, somebody can do it. Hopefully three of them. And, uh, and uh, you know, one of them pays my rent. Um, the other one pays my mom's rent. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do here. How am I going to roast you, Jonathan? I could roast the rest of these people. Right now, you are too high. Where's the weed? I'm roasting you for not getting a stone. Light a joint, bitch. Light it. Okay, we need someone. Someone's got a joint. I'm roasting you, shitty audience. You come to a birthday party. You don't bring any fucking presents. Who are these people? Oh, well, we can't smoke inside. But seriously... You guys are the worst friends ever. Now I'm just gonna roast Jonathan's friends. You people suck. You're bad friends. Jonathan, why do you have so many bad friends? They're so dumb, man. They're just so dumb. Okay, um, like me, uh, let's see. What else could I say to you guys about Jonathan roasting him? I just really do pity you. I, uh, I, I don't date, you know, because I know what I would be putting someone through, and I, I just feel like Pam doesn't have that kind of uh, self-awareness. Uh, and uh, <laughs> Very cruel woman, uh, but we love her, but we love her, and we are glad that someone loves her because someone besides us loves her because can you imagine what it would be like if he wasn't here? I mean, <laughs> shit, we would have to eat her pussy before we could do the show. Three things online, that would be like the days of old, you know? I don't know what would be going on. But yeah, I'm just really grateful to Jonathan for keeping her busy, for keeping her coming, for ignoring, ignoring the hemorrhoids. Uh, he never says anything about the hemorrhoids. I don't know if you guys knew this, but they actually live stream sex from the apartment, and the cat really does lick butthole. Um, Jonathan's totally into it. I mean, he's not gay, but cats are sexless, right? They're just, okay, anyway. Is the cat a boy? Is he a girl cat? A boy cat. Boy cat, yep, I knew it. I knew it. No your your clit is bigger than you say, Pam. It's a bigger clit. Anyway, I uh, love you and really grateful, just grateful, ultimately grateful. Yeah, because seriously, somebody needs to make me happy. I'm just jealous, actually. Fuck both of you. Why don't I have some asshole who's just totally patient that'll ignore my hemorrhoids? What the fuck? Like, ah, uh, okay, you both suck. I hope you die. Yeah, die faster. Anyway. Yeah, fuck happy people. Yeah. Fuck happy people, Alyssa Westerlund. You didn't even want to roast Chris Kanatzer. You don't want? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, Zach Wiseman. I can't say. I forgot how you. Had, why did I have to go first? Chris Kanatzer. He he would be my favorite John if only he wasn't so scared of me. Um, that guy. So what else have I ever? I ever said about him, yeah, you were way cuter when you were younger. I could just look at that picture and 
<laughs> two great things. Um, Dro, uh, Dro sucks dick better than I do. Always has, always will. Mainly because I don't suck dick. Uh, I just call Dro and I tell him, hey, there's a guy here. <laughs> Means his dick suck and uh, he loves it. Um, uh, I can't fuck Zach Wiseman uh, because he does head for head policy. He want, if you know if it goes down, he's gonna want you to suck his. I'm not sucking dick. I don't care. You still gotta eat my pussy. I do not. No equality in my sex. Okay, people. I don't want any equality in my sex. So fuck Zach Wiseman for having standards. Um, apparently, you can live under stairs but refuse to eat a person's pussy without getting reciprocation. I love it. I love it. He is the wealthiest man here. Um, he's way, I mean, yeah, he's just smarter than all of you. He's got it dialed, man. He does his drugs, he does his whatever, no one judges him. I don't know how, he's practically, no, no, it is, cause, cause I know you hate compliments, dude. This guy just wants to kill himself so hard. If people say too many things, nice things about him, he'll have to go do some heroin. I don't know. Anyway, um, Paul, Paul, you're not funny. You've never been funny. The funniest thing about you is your height and your belly and the way the two go together and the fact that you shout stuff sometimes. It's just the fact that you think you're funny is funny, actually. That's really, that's the funniest thing about you. Um, Pam, I feel like I already roasted you when I, uh, but yeah, seriously, Pam, you're a lucky bitch. I hate you. You don't deserve this kind of happiness. You really don't. You're a mean, mean, mean woman. I can't imagine you probably hit him and stuff. I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, should say more about Chris Kanatzer. I'm just really jealous because the Johns I've worked with are not that friendly. Anyway, um, just jealous. And yeah, Zach, uh, I don't suck dick. I just don't suck dick. I don't know. I wish I were gay. Then it would make sense. <laughs> You guys, have a, and now I roasted you. Okay. Melissa Westerlund, everyone. Roasting, roasting yourself. My favorite ginger. It's good that you'll never repopulate because we, we're done with your soulless people. You know what I'm saying? Further. Yay! I'm. Hey, thank you for being here. Yay! Thank you for being here. Yay! Yeah. Yay! It's it's since he's five years old, his best friend in forever. He brought his son. Thank God, his son is an ESL student and really only speaks Honduran, which I think is Spanish, which tells me every he gets it all. He's really smart in school. He's doing a great job. So he understood. Now he knows the word cunt. Aren't we excited? He's finally earned. He's learned cunt and orgy. The eight-year-old child from Honduras has learned cunt and orgy. We've done our work here today, San Francisco. We've done it. We win. You know who wins every day? Your next comedian. He wins every day with everything he does because he doesn't pay for shit. And he's, he, you can see his toes through his shoes. But for some reason, they are black and weird. Which means, like, are you getting a pedicure or are you actually taking care of your own feet? I have no idea how this man lives his life. Put your hands together for Zach Wiseman! Uh, I also don't know how I live life. It confuses me every fucking day. All right, uh, Paul Brumbaugh. Paul Brumbaugh is only worth mentioning in that to say that he's not worth mentioning. 
Uh, let's see, Drow. Drow. Uh, I hate to say that he's from LA because when I say that, yeah. uh, it means he's he left. You know, <laughs> can't be from LA in LA. God damn it, go back. Chris Canaster fucks a lot of hookers because he is fat and ugly. He's fat and ugly, and he has a tiny dick. Chris Canaster's dick is so small that when his mother was giving birth to him, she was like, is it out yet? (laughs) Pam is so neurotic that I can't address it fully without collapsing her (laughs) self-esteem. Alyssa Westerlin fucks so many comics that people think her vagina is a Live Nation comedy club. Yeah! (laughs) Oh, man. Jesus. Chris Canaster, uh, he looks like... Shut up, John. Chris Canaster looks uh, like the story of his conception was that uh, one rapist raped another rapist. He's got an ugly fucking mug. He's from Texas. Could you tell by looking at him? Yeah, Yeah, he's a pre-cum baby. Did anybody know that? (laughs) I would hate to see what that whole cum did to a person, you know? Chris Canaster is from such degenerate Texas trash that they are proud of him. Jonathan Moore is probably one of the dumbest looking people I've ever seen. Look at this guy. Look at him. He looks like a fucking, he looks like a dope. That sappy dope. He walks around uh, with the expression on his face that is similar to the expression of a tranny with amnesia. He's just like, I don't know, what, where is this? He's just a simple man. Uh, he's actually fluent in Spanish. And that's not because he's intelligent. That's because he's so stupid that the apex of his life is a landscaping job. Um, you know, I wish we were doing this roast and I, I could do this roast because, you know, we're all friends and shit, but I don't really like any of these people. They're all kind of grating. John, can I step? Uh, whiny, very whiny as a group. I think that might be the Bay Area as a whole. Um, so probably all of you as well. I don't like you either. I live with a bunch of comics, and at least once every two months, usually monthly, uh, we pull up a set of Paul Brumbaugh at the Purple Unlin and we laugh uncontrollably at how fucking bad it is. It's a real thing we do. Uh, multi times a year, we just laugh at Paul Brumbaugh's inability to do comedy. Uh, it's so much funnier. Okay, that's, that's it. No, 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 no
Fuck, I like it like that. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Paul Brumbaugh is so ugly that he makes vaginas flaccid. It's not that I don't have anything else mean to say about these people. It's that I just have nothing to say about these people. No, I'm done. <laughs> Fucking never! I would never do that. Okay, uh... Jesus Christ. I'm usually so much meaner. I'm not going to do jokes. I would, I would rather stand here and look like an idiot. So Dro is short for Enrique Ochoa. That's probably burn of the night. Sorry, it's too inside baseball. See, ro ro roasts aren't for like, aren't for other, they're for, roasts are for just people who everybody knows each other. So you guys are only getting like a part of this, you know what I mean? Because fucking, I mean, look. All right. Jonathan Moore is so fucking stupid that he is in a relationship with Pam. <laughs> Two for one, I got them both! It's a fucking win. Uh, I don't know, Jonathan is just, uh, you know, he's nice, he's overly nice to the point of being a fucking sap, you know? You could take this guy for anything. You probably get his shirt off him right now. John, I got you a birthday shirt. You gotta take that shirt off and I'll get you your birthday shirt. <laughs> Uh, leave your shirt. I fucking, I'm just kidding. Oh, man. I, uh, I honestly don't know how that relationship works. Because they're both, like, Pam's smart until she has to think about herself at all for a second. And then it's fucking, she has worse anger management than, uh, let's see, the Hulk on PMS, uh... And then also, he's, he's flying in, in coach, and there's babies all around him. <laughs> and like, uh, they, uh, he's had a poop for like an hour, but there's a line to the bathroom. <laughs> and then uh, the, pilot, uh, the pilot says like, hey, there's gonna be a bunch of turbulence, I hope you don't poop. And then, uh, and that's how angry Pam is about nothing. <laughs> Pam! <laughs> Pam through the uh, comedy festival, Muni Comedy Festival, right uh, back here. Uh, that was actually great. The worst part about the Muni Comedy Festival was Pam posting about the Muni Comedy Festival. <laughs> Everything was fine, and then you just made yourself look like an asshole. Uh, just stop. You need a handler. You need someone to walk around you and just smack your hand every time you start to do some dumb shit. No yelling in the streets. You Don't. You guilt people into coming to shows. It's possible. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Whoa. Well, what, a, what a lively audience that would be, huh? Just a bunch of fucking guilty, obligatory fucking Jesus. 
a blast. Is that all you guys? Are you guys all guilt? Okay, cool. Honest. The rest of you fucking quit repressing your guilt. Just be guilty like her. She's... The fuck's wrong with you? Hell yeah. Uh, so, j- yeah, you're doing that, John. Good job. <laughs> uh, okay, now I'm done. favorite heroin addict yay yay he's not an addict because he stops doing it when he does it too much and then he just goes to other drugs like meth or whatever it's fine. no he actually taught me that he's like if you want to stop doing a drug you just do another drug so you stop you've been drinking too much alcohol just start stop drinking alcohol and start doing meth i, I drew a picture of jonathan too there it is dumb in the face Good old dumb face. Yeah. He would never wear a... Jonathan would never wear a douchey hat like that, though. He only wears cool baseball hats. Yeah. He doesn't... Although he shaves his head into a mohawk, but he never has it. So it's just like kind of like a, a dumb, tiny mullet. It's a dumb... Mullet. It's a dumb mullet. It's a mullet. It's dumb. Uh, it's cute though in the back. We should braid it at some point. He won't ever let me French braid his. Um, <laughs> I've tried from the top down, and I did it for a second. And he's like, "This is dumb," and I'm like, "It actually looks really cool." French. <laughs> anyway, I play with his hair at night when he's sleeping. What's wrong with you guys? All right, he sleeps, and I'm awake, and I hang out with my cat, and I braid his hair. Shut up. <laughs> okay, you're. <laughs> I stare at him. He has earplugs, and I stare at him. I'm like, oh, he looks so cute. One of his nostrils is wonky. Like, if you actually look at him from underneath his head, one of his nostrils is lower and wonkier. It is, it's one of his most attractive <laughs> things. Yeah, he was also... He was hit by a car when he was 17, too, so that had something to do with his face being all fucked up. But it's really fun. I like to look at the inconscrepancies of his face, and I'm like, I love, right? Like one side is normal, and the other side's all fucked up. It's great. Like he's got a good. He actually is one dude who has a good side and a bad side. Like you know what I mean? Like when you're like, oh, what's your good side? Like he actually has a good side. <laughs> it's different than his bad side. I'm sorry. I stare at him alone in the dark a lot. And he's not a comedian, so he won't take pictures of himself by Katie Carnes and have everybody look at him. Like, he's not a narcissist. You can't take pictures of Jonathan. I do, alone, in the dark while he's sleeping. <laughs> That's just me. Your next comedian. I hide those. I masturbate to those late at night with the cat. Just me and the cat staring at pictures of Jonathan. The cat loves him, too. The cat gets right up. Sometimes we're having sex, and the cat comes up and licks his balls. Like, he doesn't even sniff what's going on with me. He doesn't give a fuck. He wants to lick the balls. I'm like, all right. There's a lot of hair there. I think he's trying to actually clean the hair. I feel like he's actually trying to clean. Because his, his pubic hair is actually, like, almost as long as mine. And, like, look at my armpit hair. So that tells you how long my pubic hair is. His pubic hair is long and curly. We had a fun time today. It can actually wrap around his dick. It's awesome. <laughs> 
I, we don't, we're not shavers. We're not those kind of people. That's why I think he's with me. This is the only man that showers less than I do. And like, I was like, a, I'm a twice a week shower. He's like a once a week, and he does manual labor. What is wrong with me? Why do I like the smell of his balls? I just love the smell of his balls. That's just the way it is, I guess. And that's how we do it. Your next comedian, I don't think he loves the smells of balls. But he does have dreadlocks, so maybe his hair smells like balls. I don't know what happens with hair that you have on your head, face, head, hanging out all the time. I'm sure it gets near, I think it smells more like vagina than balls, because it's probably nearer to vagina, your hair, than usual. Everybody, Warhol Kaufman! I'm just glad I can still shit without putting my hair up, so that's fine. Jonathan, they say when a baby is about to be born, the Lord whispers it in its ear, don't tell all the secrets of heaven, and then says shh, places a finger against the lip. In your case, it looked like a guy just rubbed his dick on your face. So that's a blessing for everyone. Um, Alyssa Westerlund hates men. She decided what she thought about me before she even met me. What's that called? I forget. Discrimination. Awesome. Um, Zach Wiseman looks like something you would find. at an antique shop or something. He looks like Jafar in disguise. <laughs> oh Lord, Paul, 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 hello. hello. Uh, you told me that you were a new comic and then you proceeded to give me advice about my comedy. <laughs> and, and his advice was I should perform hip hop at that honky tonk he calls a comedy show. So thanks for that, appreciate that. Um, Alejandro, when I met Dro, he was young and handsome. Oh my God. All righty, let's, let's get into it, I guess. Um, Jonathan, you fucked Pam, so I assume you're homosexual. I met Pam on the corner where you would meet a common whore. You guys didn't like that one. I like that one. That was just for me and her. Woo! Um, since, since I've known Pam, she has fucked a lot of skaters. Which, which one? Which one are you? I don't remember. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure I've met you a bunch of times, but it just doesn't ring a bell. Uh, so many skaters have been through Pam. She actually inspired the bike lane in San Francisco. <laughs> uh, you are so not memorable, I actually forget what I was fucking talking about. <laughs> Pam likes her guys 15 years younger than her. Pam, how long since you were a pedophile? It's got to be like eight years. I love it. Pam, did you used to breastfeed as a babysitter? Oh, you're great. Happy fucking birthday. 
A dirty skater in SF looking for a lady comic and you found Pam probably just means you couldn't fuck Kate Willett. I'm actually I'm actually really glad I'm glad you found her. I'm glad you guys found each other and you finally stopped gentrifying pussy around town. <laughs> you fucking hipster. I just imagine Pam's vagina must look like Snoopy ears. Like your pussy must look like Brian Cranston's mouth. Pam, I believe in you. One day your Merkin will hang in the Hall of Fame. Good work, John. You fucked Pam. I never managed to. Good job. Uh, they say that your sexual history, basically, when whoever you fuck, it's like you fuck everyone they ever fucked. So you might as well just drag your dick around every skater park on the peninsula. Your dick must have gravel burns on it. Did you used to hump your raggedy and all? All right. Anyway, in conclusion, Pam is here all the time. There's no way you're getting laid that much. Peace. Moral government speaks the truth. He knew me when I used to be a poet. He used to be a poet, too, and then we both realized there just wasn't enough stage time. There wasn't enough stage time in poetry. There just wasn't enough. Change the material a little, and it all works, doesn't it? Yep. Po uh, comedy is poetry that people actually want to listen to. <laughs> I know. Pretentious dick bags. I was a pretentious dick bag. Yay! I am an FFA in poetry. That means I'm better than all of you. That's me being pretentious. <laughs> so much. It's a Jonathan's pubic hair has caught in my throat. I can't, I'm just so pretentious. My gloves are too pretentious for this poem. <laughs> Not even wearing gloves. I'm sorry. Are you really okay. You need water? <laughs> okay, I'm gonna drink water. I'm gonna drink, I'm gonna drink beer in a second. But what I'm gonna do before then is bring up your next comedian who has an amazing show on Sundays from noon to two, it's called The Edge of Insanity. You guys are about to walk along the edge of insanity. Are you fucking ready? Yeah. Yeah. Put it together for Paul Brumbo! All right, keep it going for Pam Benjamin, Jonathan, and the fucking rest of our degenerates here on the dais. Uh, let me tell you a little bit something about myself. I'm gonna do this a little bit different. I'm old school, guys. Uh, I was along when the roast, uh, when the original roast were around. Uh, Dean Martin, uh, Don Rickles, people like that. Sammy Davis Jr. Yeah, it is old. I am old, I am old. But, so they had a thing, they had actually a motto back then, you only roast the ones you love. Um, ever since then, if you notice in the last couple years, two years ago, um, they roasted Donald Trump on Comedy Central, right? Everybody fucking hates Donald Trump. They did it just for the fucking, uh, the ratings of it all. But I'm not that guy. Uh, Donald Trump is a piece of shit. So we only roast the ones we love. Tonight I'm roasting someone I do love. Uh, this guy's 32 years old this evening. 
And let me tell you a little bit about Jonathan, man. He grew up in a tough neighborhood. So tough, I broke his microphone. Uh, he grew up in a tough neighborhood, a real tough neighborhood. There was lots of uh, uh, prostitutes, drug dealers, uh, thieves, picket, pickpocketers. Uh, a lot of them are here on our dais this evening. Give it up for these guys here, right? Fuck, I tell ya. Uh, can't believe this shit. Uh, Somebody asked me earlier if Jonathan was racist. I said nothing could be further from the truth. Um, I actually know that he lives in an apartment complex where he has a pool man that's actually from North Korea and he has a gardener that's from South Korea. And just the other day, they invaded his apartment. But it was cool, he was good with it, you know? He, he just wanted to be occupied, guys, so that's fucking cool. See, told you, I'm not funny. Remember Westerlin told you that? <laughs> Actually, everybody I went up told you that. Uh, but it's good to see these guys. It's good to see these guys. Uh, let me see here. Uh, Alyssa, it's good to see you. I actually just read a three-page article about her um, and her craft and comedy, um, which is really cool because it was in Scientology today. <laughs> and it was right next to the article of Tom Cruise doing that thing about combination skin. That one you should clip out and keep. That's a fucking keeper, right? Uh, who else do I want to talk about? Uh, I'm going to look down. Yes, I'm going to look down at my notes. Uh, actually, Zach. Give it up for Zach Wiseman, everybody. He's a Bay Area legend here. He actually made a list of 20 comedians that you need to watch in 2017. Of course, that was on childpredator.com. <laughs> It's okay, I haven't made that list. I'm striving to do better next year. Maybe I'll hit it. Um, what else do I got for you? Uh, even though I am older, I understand that there's a lot of crazy shit going on in this country. Racism, minorities. Um, look at me. No, seriously. No, seriously. I mean, look at me. I used to be the majority, folks. I am now the minority. It's okay. I love everybody. I love everybody and I respect everybody. Doesn't matter if you're black, Asian, uh, 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 Native American, Democrat, I love you all, right? And, 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 if, and what else? Uh, 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 even if you were an environmentally conscious, uh, 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 no, an environmentally conscious, uh, uh, no, 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 thank you, <laughs> I appreciate that. No, Centennial, I love you, we're all in this shit the same, okay? Um, and I do have a few messages of people that couldn't make it here this evening, folks. So I want to get to those before I get cut off here. Um, no, I'm seriously, these just came in, folks. I'll just throw that away. Um, these are people who couldn't be here, Jonathan, tonight. Uh, happy birthday, aw shoot. It's not every day that you turn 32. Well, in my case, not any day. See you later, Kurt Cobain. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday, big guy. Sorry I can't be there tonight. Prior engagements held me unable to attend. But if I was there right now, we'd party just like the good old days. Remember sitting back in my room, getting stoned, eating pizza, looking at porn? Love you, buddy. Jared Fogel from Subway. Oh! Oh! Happy birthday, Johnny. I wanted to send you a short and sweet little birthday wish. I, I couldn't be there tonight, but... Every time I'm around you, I just can't keep my hands off you. Kisses, Caitlyn J. 
I guess none of us could have seen this one coming, huh? This is uh, Senator Peter McLeish from Designated Survivor on Sunday's ABC, everybody. Uh, happy birthday, Jay Dom. Remember a long time ago when you were my body double for the original Terminator movie? That's right. Arnold Schwarzenegger would pick you up with that mohawk and throw you against those bars. That's right, that was in the opening scene. Yeah, I don't remember either. Give it up for Bill Paxton. And last but not least, easy with the hardware. There you go, I needed to do that voice. Trust though the friend said, read my lips, just don't grab them by them. Happy birthday, Yanni, from Vlad and Donnie. All right, guys? There you go. All right, here we go. Now I can hold the mic again. Um, oh yeah. Okay. So as I look across it this day, I'm proud to say that it's a melting pot of comedy. Uh, when I say a melting pot of comedy, I mean they've done too many dabs. <laughs> no, but really, we're not just black or white or or uh, man or woman or gay or straight. We're actually um, voices of consciousness that are out there trying to fucking do what we're doing, and uh, we're also a collective expressive of voices that are kind of some crazy fucked up motherfuckers too. Um, I want to raise my drink and wish this guy a happy 32nd birthday. Thank you very much, Charlie, for inviting me. And I wish I was more stoned, but give me about 15 minutes, ladies and gentlemen. There he is, Jonathan, everybody. Everyone's being way too nice to Jonathan Moore. It is, he is, no one knows what negative things to say about him. That must feel really good. You know, we got Shaggy in the front. He's like, he's like, oh, you want to talk, motherfuckers? Let's get this shit started. Your next comedian, he kick-flipped his way into my heart. And the unfortunate thing is that he doesn't uh, skateboard anymore, and that's why he's fat. Everybody, put your hands together for drugs! What's happening, y'all? Oh, man, I'm so glad to be roasting John and everybody. What can you say about John that hasn't already been said about John by dating Pam Benjamin? <laughs> oh, my God, you heard it here first, dude. Pam was up here doing her comedy. I could just tell she was so sexually frustrated. I feel like the last time a man got her wet is because he thought she was a witch. <laughs> Pam, Pam runs, Pam runs this beautiful podcast station, which makes it safe to say she's the most retarded person in radio since Cuba Gooding Jr. <laughs> Alyssa Westerlund is here. Yeah. Most, most guys have an easier time finding her clitoris than finding her jokes funny. I just found out she slept with so many comics, is what I heard. Slept with so many comics, her jokes will literally give you hearing aids. Zach Wiseman is here. Yeah. Zach Wiseman is the only white man in San Francisco that dresses like he's homeless unironically. 
Zach actually looks like what would happen if Pam Benjamin and John had a baby and, <laughs> and abandoned it at the BART station. <laughs> Zach looks like Beetlejuice in college. Chris Knatzer's here. Nasty Knatzer, dad. Chris Knatzer, I feel, I feel like <laughs> Chris Knatzer. Things you don't know about him. He used to live in Texas. He worked at a steakhouse because that was the only place his father's ever said the words "Well done, son." <laughs> That is all I got to say about him. <laughs> Warhol Coffin's here. Woo! Yeah. Warhol Coffin is what happens to black teenagers when they don't get adopted by Sandra Bullock. Oh. <laughs> they don't become professional athletes, is what I'm saying. Warhol Coffin, I assume that's a name of Andy Warhol and who else other dude? Andy Kaufman? Well, I don't even know either. Which is ironic, because he's not funny. And if you've been to his shows, you just know that he can't draw a crowd. <laughs> My jokes are very punny today, baby. Paul Brumbra is here. Paul looks like Paul looks like if George Carlin ate Louis C.K. Oh, I've never seen a white guy bomb so hard. That's why his nickname is Vanilla Isis. Oh, oh I got bonus tracks, dude. That's a throwback, baby. Oh. Pam likes to say I kick flipped into her heart. Well, Jonathan grinded into her pussy. <laughs> it was a switch backside tail slide, huh? An SSBSTS, as us skaters like to call it. Don't forget to wear your helmet, buddy. <laughs> oh, yeah, he thought he made Pam come, but Pam was just riding fakey. Ooh. <laughs> Pam, I love Pam. Pam is like a young, Pam is like a mother to all us young comedians. And by that, I mean we're all ignoring her phone calls and text messages. <laughs> oh, Chris Knatzer made a comeback. Chris Knatzer is so sad. Chris Knatzer is so sad that when Michael Jordan wants to make fun of people, he photoshops pictures of him crying. Oh, oh damn it, I thought that one was gonna be fucking a crowd pleaser. Jonathan Moore, dude! Jonathan looks like he had a $100 gift certificate to Ross and then traded it to a high school kid for his clothes. <laughs> he must be so bummed out that the Raiders are moving out of Oakland. It must hurt him so bad that the Raiders moved out of Oakland before him. Oh, these are just awful. What are, you guys remember Arnold from Magic School Bus? Y'all remember that shit? Arnold from the Magic... Well, here is today. It goes by the name of Alyssa Westerland. Oh, 
Well, that's all I got for you guys. Whatever. My name's Joe. <laughs> because I have to run into the booth because Adam Rubenfeld was supposed to be here but his but his yes oh Poji's on the line put Poji on the line do you want me to help you alright cool yep and I put up can you butt fuck hear me yeah you're all in yeah. Why are we roasting Jonathan? He's the only decent person in the fucking room. He's the only person that's nice who has a heart. Let's roast these other fucking assholes. Chris Canaster looks like a giant belly button lint, that hairy cunt. That son All right, Poji, we gotta, we're going to turn you up a little bit so we can hear you. Hold on. Well, I'm just yelling and screaming. Hey, mama, mama, mama. Don't, I, we work there. Don't we know how to work this shit? What the fuck happened? I'm a thousand trillion miles away wasted. Can you hear me now? Should I fire? Does that mean you can hear me? Clap again. I don't know what, all right, well, let's, I'm just going to start yelling at people. Chris Canaster, fuck Chris Canaster. Chris Canaster has fucked more broken girls than a drunk therapist. Zach Wiseman, he's my favorite homeless stunt man. He's, uh, he's not coming out of the closet. He's going to go ahead and live in there. And uh, Alyssa Westerlin, that little fiery son of a bitch. Holy shit. She's uh, the funniest woman to have teeth in her vagina. Um, Adam Rubenfeld's not there, but he wrote his jokes down, so that way you can still be bored as fuck, even though he's not going to be there. Uh, Dro knows. He's my favorite Mexican, but he stole my head unit out of my van. I'm a little upset about that. And uh, lastly, uh, Jonathan Pam, I love you guys. You guys don't need to be roasted. Fucking roast those other dirt bags. Anyway, I gotta go. I did two shows. I love you guys. I hope you can hear it. Bye. That was Steve Poggi calling all the way from far away, uh, which is super red. Uh, just press the other button and make it go away, the white button. So um, someone has to jump up and make the sound a little lower. Jonathan, Jonathan, Jonathan. Shaggy knows how to do it. Just turn it back down to 10. So since he uh, mentioned Adam Rubenfeld, Adam Rubenfeld actually uh, put his jokes in tonight. So here we go. Uh, He says, Zach Wiseman. Zach's profile pic looks very handsome. I was surprised he cleaned up so well. He looks like Heath Ledger's second day on the autopsy table. (laughs) That's very funny. Zach is an artist. People say you have to suffer for your art. Zach prefers to shoot and snort for his. That's why all his paintings look like John Lennon's fever dreams. Warhol Kaufman is here. Can I call you Andy? I mean, I got it. I think... We all got that that's what you're going for. What I don't get is why you named yourself after the weirdest white motherfuckers on the planet. They were antisocial, perverse, creepy weirdos. Oh, okay, now I see how you're like. Paul Brumba! I want to get Paul's autograph. I'm fairly certain he's actually Woody Harrelson in a fat suit researching a role in an 80s era weed dealer. (laughs) Alyssa Westerlund. 
Alice Wetterland is here for everybody. Pam's booking skills are on fleek tonight. Alyssa, Alyssa, lovely Alyssa. I feel like if I ever actually got her to be attracted to me, if I have to run the opposite direction, she strikes me as a person who would eat her partner's head after sex praying mantis style. I can't get over her smile, though. It's the confident smile of a woman who is always carrying a knife. Like if we got naked, I think she'd turn her head and cough and one more would clang onto the floor. Dro knows a lot of stuff, but Dro doesn't know how he ended up here. I think Pam found him at a dispensary and lured him here with the promise of pot brownies, caramels, and pasta. He probably thought he was going to the Willy Wonka of Weed's house, and now he's trapped here. Chris Knetzer is here. Steve Poggi is a no-show like me. I wish I could engage him in a roast battle battle by proxy because that would be super sick. Pam says he's in Missouri or, or misery, and my first thought was how I know he's in misery because he's a dirty birdie, probably laid up with his ankle hanging in an obtuse angle forced to write jokes for Rachel Ann Wilkes Raphael. <laughs> I get Rachel... Ann Wilkes, Raphael. Basically, they're saying he's with Raphael has him in a house somewhere. It's not. He's not in Missouri. Uh, Jonathan and Pam. I'm convinced this is Jonathan's first birthday because he's so kind and supportive. Pam had to have created him some weird science style. Actually, John isn't supportive. He just has Stockholm syndrome. (laughs) You only ever get to see him when Pam loosens the leather straps on the gimp costume tethered to the wall on her apartment. John is the Rocky to her Frankfurter, the ring, the one ring to her Gollum, the Freddy to her Jason, and in six months, the Abel to her Kane. It looks like I'm trying to be cute, but for reals, she's manhousing the shit, munchhousing the shit out of this poor bastard. Don't just sit there. Rush the stage and get him out of here. Let this madness end. Seriously, though, I love all you degenerates and wish I could pay a hobo to watch my kids sleep so I could be there with you crazy fuckers. Love ya. Bye. Happy birthday, Jonathan. I've instructed Pam to give you a gift. The next hug is from me, buddy, and a couple hours the reach around will be from me, too. Oh, boy. Yay. Adam Rubenfeld from far away. Yay. Uh, let's bring up our I think he I don't know is he our last community of the night I can't imagine that he is but I don't I can't remember anything anymore hey everybody he's a funny asshole uh, Chris Knatzer yay oh, this is this is great happy birthday Jonathan I love you man I love you Pam it is. It's very difficult for us to roast Jonathan. We all love him. Um, and just here, before I really get into it, Adam, is that his name, the kid who just wrote yeah, that stuff? 
Adam, if you're listening to this now, go ahead and rewind and listen to it a couple more times before you think about ever showing your face here again. It's really, I just thought it was a little labored. Folks, it's a roast. It's going to get real nasty. Don't worry about it. Doesn't feel so good. Doesn't feel so good when it's pointing at you, does it? Huh? How do you like that? Oh, come on. Oh, it's so dark in here. No, I don't. I Look, it's so hard to roast them. I mean, you want to go for the low-hanging fruit? Is he ugly? Sure. Stupid. Yeah. Is he a racist? Of course. We all know it. We've all heard him say those things. <laughs> Did he once attack a minority with a knife in the mutiny doorway? Yes. Whoa. It's well documented. <laughs> all you have to do is Google it. Knife attack, mutiny. too easy and I do I feel you know it's great that you and Pam found each other although I think it's clear evidence you know that two wrongs don't make a right <laughs> so you've held it together this long but you know let's see how things are next year um, well it's inevitable um, what never get sober yeah that's good that's that's very good advice for everybody in this room. <laughs> but I, you know, I do, I feel bad for you, man. I love you so much. And I, you're, you're dating someone for years now who thinks this is a birthday present. <laughs> Three years and it all led to this. A smoky room full of acquaintances and strangers <laughs> recording a podcast about your birthday. Ah, this is great. Uh, I do. This is fun. It's difficult to roast everyone. I guess I should start with uh, Warhol. That was a surprise that he was on the show, right? Nobody knew it. Nobody knew it. The first few comics didn't even roast you. That's, that's how roasted you got tonight. That's got a sting. Uh, <laughs> no, I, uh, I don't know you that well. I can just observe, you know, the last uh, couple of hours. I, I do think this is a deep cut. I don't know how, how, how old the crowd is. To me, you look like Franklin and Jai fucked Tim Tebow. Uh, <laughs> one comic gets it. If you ever want to Google Franklin and Jai and Tim Tebow side by side, though, it's real funny. Uh, yeah, you're, gonna have, you're just going to have to go with me on that one. Like here, like most people could picture this. Uh, Paul, put your glasses back on. Yeah, Paul Brumbaugh looks like a teenage Ben Franklin in Paris. <laughs> there you go, see? There, yeah, now you, exactly. Look at that shit. Now you, <laughs> Jesus Christ. You look like the, look like the Crypt Keeper six months before he died. Uh... <laughs> Oh, God, this is fun. 
Um, <laughs> Joe, we're all lucky. Like you're just, we're lucky to have Joe. Uh, he's uh, just got back from a Southwest tour. He's building a wall down there. Um, it's <laughs> nice. That's a beautiful dog. Is it a boy or a girl? Boy. He's a good boy, isn't he? <laughs> can tell he's a good boy. Oh, I wish you were a good girl, Alyssa. <laughs> but I wouldn't feel nearly as confident touching Alyssa the way you're touching that dog right now. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I was trying to come up with one of those jokes like, you know, blah, 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 Alyssa this, Alyssa that, and, and, uh, but it's not funny. Sex addiction, we should be a safe space. <laughs> it's a roast. She's addicted to sex, but it's a roast. <laughs> Wait, what? Go ahead. If you have a joke, share it with the class. No. No. I'll have you know, madam, I do not sleep with amateurs. <laughs> yeah. So as soon as Alyssa values herself, I'll write her a check. Uh, <laughs> oh, Zach Wiseman. <laughs> How do I roast Zach Wiseman? What a good-looking kid. He looks like the guy who's eventually going to win Game of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> right? So I'm guessing. He looks, he looks like a teenage Grim Reaper in Paris. I, <laughs> oh, who else? Am I missing anybody? Does everybody feel sufficiently roasted? More Zach. More Joe. I mean, well, you know, it's just so tiresome. Like, I, I really do in my heart. Like, I love these people. They've become, they've become my surrogate family. But that's not, you know, you, you're still never going to get past the fact he is Mexican. <laughs> right? He's just not going to be here much longer. So, well, you don't want to get too attached. Zach, right? Zach's going to die. Not like we're all gonna die, like everyone in this room will die. Statistically, a couple of us will probably die in the next, you know, 18 months. Um, I feel like Zach was probably top of the list, though. It's a roast. It's a roast, come on. These are just jokes, these are just jokes. You're not gonna die. You're not gonna die, everything's gonna be fine. Yeah, man, Hulu. Hulu and Netflix are going to get better and better and cheaper and cheaper. You're never going to die. Never going to die. Everything's going to be fine. Yeah, Pam, I've said all I can about you. I really love you, but, but this is a terrible idea. This is a very, very bad idea. Sure, you're saying all, but it, in the back of your mind, you're like, I'm not having that good a time. <laughs> I wish the comics were funnier. I wish to see. Also, who I don't even know who it was, but I would now like to just uh, roast whoever thought it was a good idea to start hotboxing a child. <laughs> <laughs> There's a child in the room. I'm sorry, that was me. All right, good. 
Yeah, I mean, let's, we, let's, we should do a lot of, you know, freedom of speech and all that. And these are all jokes. I really do love these people. I love you people for listening to this bullshit. Came out here without writing a goddamn thing. It's fairly obvious now. When you're sitting over there the whole show, you're like, I'll wing it. It'll be fine. It's not fine. It's terrible. <laughs> oh, looks like the last supper up here. If we were lucky. <laughs> Everybody's trying to figure out who Jesus is. <laughs> Jonathan. Yeah, you're the guy. One more year. That's right, age 33. Is that the age where a mohawk seems appropriate at last? <laughs> yeah, that was. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm sorry that I almost burnt you to death. I'm sorry that I got so high. It's no fun going last at this show because all the good jokes have already been taken, you know? All the whole show, I'm just like, don't steal my Franklin and Jai thunder. Don't steal my Franklin and Jai thunder. And, but then the Warhol Kaufman, I had a bunch of Andy Anderson jokes, but nobody fucking, everybody's all over that. Even Rubenfeld got that one. Well, yeah, so did the kid on the radio, Adam. He was just like, ah, Knatzer's here. That's it, man. How do you think that makes me feel? Look at me. I have a weight problem. I exclusively sleep with prostitutes. I'm getting old. I started comedy when I was 41. You can't make a fucking joke out of my life? It's lazy writing. I got, I got my one for you if you want it. Please. You know what? You look like you're smart enough to hide the kitty porn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Is your name actually Andy? No. I don't know. But it's not actually Warhol Kaufman. No, no. no. Mumbles either. He has many He's students. All right. So many students. Because my, if you look at my ID, it's Chris Knatzer. So if I had a bunch of different names, I wouldn't be just like tossing around kitty porn references. Like, what are you hiding, sir? Who are you hiding from? Yeah, it got real quiet. Why did, why did we even have a child here? <laughs> Everybody. Best friend. He was staring at me the whole it's time. His best friend's <laughs> new wife's child. Woo! They yeah. House. Well, everybody knows the story of the last child who used to hang out here, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's an absolute, you laugh, but it's an absolutely true story. The story of Daniel. Daniel, Daniel, Daniel was nine years old. It's an av- he knows it's a true story. He used to hang out here because he wanted, but it used to be called something different, Pirate Cat Radio, and they sold maple bacon lattes. And Daniel hung out here because he wanted to be a performer, and uh, everybody thought it was really cute. And so they let him operate the, the maple bacon latte maker, and the thing tipped over on him, and it scalded his face really, really bad. And uh, he climbed into the, the woodwork here, and he lives up in the ceiling. <laughs> And he, he lives he lives right about the stage right right so just before I get off stage here's one for you Daniel because I know you're always up there listening and Daniel should be about 27 now just like five years younger, five years younger than Jonathan this one's for you Daniel hey um, hey Daniel I know that I know that your flesh I know that your flesh has not seen the light of day in many a year and that you seldom feel the warm touch of another human. But this roast joke is for you, buddy. Hey, when the light does hit you, you look like you've been bobbing for french fries. All right, thank you very much. It's for you, Daniel.
crazy ass moment because it's only 9.20 and we're out of comedians. So we've got, well, I mean, we can, I'll go. You just, who just said I'll go? We got people that want to go. Holy fuck. All right. You don't have to roast. You can actually, anybody who wants to actually, you can actually just do comedy. It doesn't matter. Like, we're here till 10, so we might as well have, Jonathan, you can get off the stage and stop being embarrassed. It's so good. Everybody give it up for Jonathan. Yay! My wonderful boyfriend, who's an amazing human being. Right, we're just gonna... We're just gonna have other people do comedy because there are comedians in there, but you can you can go smoke a cigarette, darling. Go out the stage and go smoke. I know he wants to smoke. I know he wants to do it. Yeah. You gotta do it. You gotta put your hat on. I love you, honey. Good job. Yeah, actually, he's a smart motherfucker. Let's call it intermission. We're gonna come back in five minutes and we'll open it up with an open mic. For anybody else who, so let's start a list. Right now, somebody be proactive and find a piece of paper and a pen. We've got plenty of time, because we're going till 10, so find a piece of paper and a pen. I task you, I'm gonna smoke a cigarette too, and we'll all be back with open mic at the end of this. Yay!
open mic that's happening after the show because it's going to be fun and we're all sitting here and it's going to be awesome. Your first comedian on the open mic, he is an amazing human being who does news and stuff, but tonight he's going to do an amazing thing for you. Uh, I believe on the circuits they call him Trump fascist. No, what do they call you? Darling, what do they call you? They call you Trump rabies. Trump rabies is coming up right now. You guys are going to love him. You have to wait for your people to come in. No, no. Get your people to come in. Have your person come in. I can, uh, let me, I can, I can easily filibuster. I can filibuster. It's not, it's my, there's a person that needs to come in because we need some in a chair right there so that we can have some Trump rabies. Absolutely, grab them in. Tell them to come in. Say, you need to Trump rabies. Trump rabies, right there. Mike stand right there. You guys are in for a treat. It's going to rhyme and be in a chair. I know we have the orange lighter, which I need to remember is mine, and everything's going to be okay. Right, because he's going he's gonna to do some goose stepping in a second. We're excited about it. I've heard that some people say that it's edgy or problematic, but what I say is free speech lives at Mutiny Radio, and your next comedian is going to murder it for you. He is free speech to the utmost. Everybody, clap your hands together. Please do that for Trump rabies. Thank you. Some people. Uh, oh, 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 oh. Some people might call this an encore. I prefer to think of it in honor of our birthday boy as a very special Trump rabies. Happy birthday. It's probably the last time he's going to be happy he met me, ever. I had all the answers, and then life raped me of all the questions. Or how I stopped worrying and learned to love our Fuhrer, Donald Trump. Donald Trump, hire me as your sex apprentice. Don't betray our love for politics turned showbiz. Who cares how high the rent Putin pays on your booty is? I want to give birth to Trump babies. I want to itch with Trump brand scabies. I'm running crazy in the streets with Trump political rabies. Oh, Donald, take me away from rabble with neurotic undertones of your babble. Because you speak in a tortured ideological scrabble while the media mangle and grope and grapple. Listening to you is like hearing Adam eat the apple, spraying juice all over himself like mango snapple. Don't build a wall between your heart and mine, you Republican queen. I promise me raping you is just a dream. It's true, I do want to immigrate into you, you sexy man. Don't worry, I'm 100% not Mexican. So don't whip that thing out again. Oh, my Donald Trump. 
I want to finger and stroke that dead yellow animal taxidermied and entombed on your head while we lie in the Waldorf Astoria presidential suite's bed. When Congress hears of our passionate thrills, I'm sure they'll have Goldman Sachs pay our room service bills. Your politics are heinous, and your policies pain us, but I want your monarchical rhetoric shut up my anus. It won't hurt for long. Less than a decade of Donald Trump tears, at most eight years of realized Donald Trump fears. So I'm pasting Trump campaign posters upon my sugar walls. I'm grinding to elect Donald Trump, president of my genitals. <sighs> <sighs> Fuck us in your fits of fascism. Piss on us with your wit and wisdom. Choke us with your words until we're sick. Donald Trump, you suck! So why not my dick? Thank you, happy birthday. Forty-five for a second. How does it feel, honey? Do you feel it? You're okay. What is, was it as good for you as it was for me? We all, we all feel good. Man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna sit in his lap and not crush his cigarettes uh, while we bring up. <laughs> oh, I know it's a box. Well, yeah. anyway, your next comedian lives in a bus, and we get her mail, and I'm so excited that we do. I do. I am. I'm like, oh, we're real. This is important. <laughs> Thank God this place exists so your next comedian can get her mail. Everybody, put your hands together for Journey Roberts! I really, I really honestly came for the mail and for Jonathan, but I don't... Are we doing ro I don't roast. You don't have to. You just do your jokes. I don't roast because I'm a fucking mean person. <laughs> and... and Mean people don't know where the fucking line is and they're not allowed to roast. That's why Don Rickles, I don't know if you know this, Don Rickles is his fucking sweetheart. He's a teddy bear and you have to be to fucking be mean to people. Uh, so fuck me. I don't like nice people. I think nice is a problem. I think nice like creates space for evil. I don't, I really do. Like, <laughs> you know who's nice? Real estate agents are really nice people. There's so many evil, nice people. I don't know, I think nice is nice, as opposed to kind. You have to be, you have to be kind. Here's the difference. If you're stranded somewhere at three in the morning, I will come get you. I am not wishing you happy birthday on Facebook. Ah! Shit is just not happening, and you can pick which one is more important to you, uh, but fuck nice people. I understand everyone's like, why can't everyone just be nice to each other? Uh, because not nice creates space for shit that's really important. Uh. <laughs> it makes room for shit that you have to, like, all right, nice girls will never tell you that they're feminists. It won't. Uh. 
Nice girl, a nice girl would never want to risk making you uncomfortable by dropping that particular fucking F-bomb. So fuck, <laughs> fuck nice people is what I'm trying to say. Because uh, I'm mean. I didn't know I was mean, but I moved in with a boy person and you learn these things about yourself. I hurt this boy person just by agreeing with him. He keeps wanting to sit me down and be like, no babies, I don't want any babies. And I'm always like, yeah, we're good, Sparky. <laughs> Fucking Noah's trying to trap you, dude. You can relax. <laughs> I don't know, his sperm doesn't taste special to me. I, <laughs> I could be wrong. Maybe there's 50-second present floating around that ball sack of his. I just can't taste it, that's all. Uh, fuck that guy. Uh, no, he's lovely. Everyone, <laughs> he's lovely. Everyone loves him. Uh, you guys love the life of the party. I'm just saying, imagine the life of the party following you home. That's all I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> he's a piece of shit, that's why we broke up. Uh, actually, we broke up for a lot of reasons, but here's when I knew it was all over, was I started getting jealous listening to girls complain about getting fucked and ghosted. <laughs> Which sounds like so, so much more fun to me. <laughs> like, I need more predators in my life. I must, I really, I really do. Like, I, I, so I could do with a little love them and leave them. I mostly get the guys who fuck me and hang around make sure I regret it. Uh, <laughs> I, would way, I would way rather have, oh, we'll always have Zeitgeist or <laughs> whatever fucking shitty piece of shit hipster bar you hang out in. Uh, yay, San Francisco. Uh, but I'm mean, I'm pro-bullying. Anyone else pro-bullying? There's this guy on NPR, he's super broken up because when he was 15, some kids threw him in a lake. So he went back to his high school reunion to inform those people he makes more money than they do. Which I'm pretty sure is why that little bitch got his ass thrown in a lake, guys. <laughs> Fuck that piece of shit. Some people need to be bullied. <laughs> Bullying's just quality control gone wrong, that's all. <laughs> Someone has to tell you this shit. If no one had ever told you that you're boring and you smell funny, you could still be walking around like that. Someone. <laughs> Someone took that bullet for you. Fucking hug a bully. Be grateful for your fucking bully. Someone's gotta mold you and shape you into the piece of shit you are now. I don't know. You're one minute. Oh, good. Uh, thank fuck. Uh, I don't know. Sometimes I think about like all the shit that has to happen to you before you're a person. Like every great person, something awful happened to them when they were 12. Like mom died or they had polio. <laughs> And then they had pain and they learned empathy and became people. I am not saying you should hit your kids. I'm just saying like, it's probably better for the rest of us if they get hit. <laughs> just like leave them places and hope for the best is all I'm saying. Uh, I've been Journey. There's not a, oh, there's a mic stand. Thank you, bye bye. Journey Robert picking up her mail and being funny at the same time. Aren't we lucky? Yes! Your next comedian, she runs the show here every Saturday from 2 to 4 p.m. You're lucky that she's here right now because she lives in Manteca. Holy fuck. <laughs> she's here for you guys. So if you don't laugh and clap, I hate you. Everybody, it's Jen Eros. Yay! <laughs> Because I'm funny, it's because I'm drunk. Hi. Yay! 
Or at least I'm really working on it. I don't know how drunk you can get when it says on the bottle the taste of Dutch chocolate and fine red wine. What bullshit is that? With raspberry! (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying. Oh my God. I love Journey. Journey, thank you so much for being out here because you bring out the mean girl in me and I love that. Nobody ever did that for me before like you and it's a girl crush but don't take it personally. I really don't want to lick your clit. So, uh, you're clear. Um, But no, I was just thinking, oh my God, I drank that much. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, thinking that didn't apply. here oh my god in the house everybody pull brumball you've had everybody talking about you if you really don't like my set you can blame him because he's been super supportive i love it (laughs) i get to sleep on his broken down futon once in a while when his daughter son son daughter has she decided yet (laughs) it's not on it uh no but redwood city started out as my comedy home because of course i came from the 209 that's 69 miles away yeah, ironically, 69 miles away. Uh, it's all lip service, I'm just saying. Um, you know why old people might go into a threesome? Seriously, if you're in a couple and one of them's really old, you need a spotter. <laughs> when people met my boyfriend and met me, they're like, no, what? Okay, you guys are dating? Are you serious? Kiss, show me. <laughs> you fuckers. We don't kiss normally. Why are you making us do this? <laughs> I went to his 40th class reunion, and I was 41. <laughs> they called me his Lifetime Achievement Award. <laughs> that was the nice way to put it. The fact that one of those fuckers had a kid my age, that's another story. But uh, at least three of them, maybe. Um, No, I was just thinking the roast about Jonathan is so very difficult because, yes, I was introducing him to my banker today. I was going to go do this roast for a guy, and I had to describe, no, it's really the lady running the show over there for the radio station where I'm at. It's her boyfriend. And I'm like, how many centuries were women always described by Mrs. whatever the fuck his name was, right? And so this is where you know gender equality has shifted to where we can be biased against the guy based on who gets to fuck him. (laughs) That's a very different thing in this life. And I think it's an amazing journey not to, yeah, no, that (laughs) it's not about you, Uh, (laughs) that we've been on to see it evolve to that point where we can be just as sexist in the other way. I mean, I do massage therapy. I tell people this is misogyny in my world, okay? (laughs) You see that? You just rub the knee. Misogyny. It never goes away, babe. We are so steeped in this shit. I don't care what Alyssa says. And and I swear she was one of those soul sister girl crush things that I never would have fucked her anyway. But um, just because, the teeth. Uh, (laughs) She projects it very well. It's like, okay, I already know if I were ever to go down there, I would need a dentist. Okay? (laughs) You don't want to chip your teeth. But... uh, (laughs) Damn, this stuff is good. Anybody want to sip? <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. So, um, no, I was really amazed last night. I get these two text messages within a minute of each other. Both of them, they don't even have the courtesy to say down to fuck. They just say, hey. But I know. I know what they're after. And I'm at my friend's house, and she's making this great costume for me. 
I'm like, I'm not even going to go home. He's got a Woody right now. By the time I drive 25 minutes, forget it, you know? <laughs> but then I remember, don't judge them. They're younger. So it might actually be there for an hour or four. <laughs> um, but no, I just, I've come to a point in my life. I've had so much sex now. Anyway. Um, <laughs> damn, that is good wine. Uh, <laughs> I was just thinking that it would be really good if we had a counter movement to Viagra. If I could be the spokesperson of Viagra, I would simply say, here is my line, give me a fucking break, right? Could we have that in this universe, seriously? Because this is what it comes down to is, I, it's upside down, okay. No, it's not a dick pic, I would need you know one of those selfie sticks so I wouldn't get teabagged. Um, <laughs> No, but seriously, within a minute of each other, they each said the same thing. You know, one is, hey. I said, hey, I'm not home. Hey, what you up to? I'm at my friend's. And she's still finishing a hat, but I'm calling it a night. You okay? Oh, okay, I see, nice. Yeah, I'm fine, thanks for asking. Sure, okay, well, hope you have a nice night, he says. Thanks, you too. The other guy, I'm just gonna read it right here because you can't make this shit up. Uh, <laughs> he goes, hey, hey, you home? I met my friends. She's making a costume for me. She's still finishing the hat, but calling it a night. You okay? He says, I'm good. Wanted to come by. My cock is rock hard and I can't sleep. Need some TLC. So I text message him back the other guy's message of, okay, well, hope you have a nice night. I'm staying here. Is that bad? <laughs> I'm like jacking the other guy's message to message the other guy. Does that make sense? Hey, freedom of the press. I'm just saying, <laughs> if you don't want to do it, you don't have to. But if you want to, there's a lot of options. Oh my God, it's not just that my boyfriend was like stealing from the cradle. I was robbing the crypt. So, yeah. sky's the limit, people. <laughs> have some wine. Damn. Okay, have a good night. Thank you. Jen Arrows. I have a show tomorrow. I won't be here. Bye. It's weirdly, it's viscous. Wine is not usually viscous. Lubrication. Social lubrication. Social lubrication. There's a name here that looks like Yasau. That makes no sense. Oh, it says Paul. I was drunk. Oh, now I see. Now I see that it says Paul. Hey, everybody. Wait, but who is Jake? Jake, you should come back up again. We should have you. It would be great. Hey, everybody. He's from L.A. He's here. He's been sticking around for all of our retardedness. And I mean, I was a special ed teacher for four years, so I'm allowed to use the word retarded as much as I want, all right? Because I taught special ed, junior high, and senior high. So I get to say retard as much as I want. You're, I taught, yeah, I taught 14 to 18 year old boys that were severely emotionally disturbed, but they dropped this severely. They dropped this severely in 99 because they thought it would stigmatize them. So it just became emotionally disturbed. So I taught emotionally disturbed boys in high school in the early 2000s. 
That's why I hang out with comedians now. Everybody, clap your hands for my newest favorite junior high boy. Seriously, because you were like, you were younger than that. You're like 24 now, aren't you? No, I'm 22. 22. You're too young. I couldn't have even taught you at that time. Ah, you're young. You're the new generation of young, retarded boys. Everybody, it's Jake. Thank you. I'm not from LA. I'm not from. I'm from. I'm from Minnesota. I don't know what I'm. I don't know what I'm doing here. Uh, I'm gonna do a little bit of roasting. I'm gonna do a little bit of roasting. I'll do one material joke. One joke, and then I'll be out. All right. You. Ma'am, I'm not sure if you're aware, you have like a lot of cotton candy on your head. You have, like, it's not a little bit, it's your whole head is covered. Don't, don't walk outside in the rain, it'll dissolve, you'll be bald. Just, just letting you know, all right? Pam, I don't have anything to say to you, you've been amazing, you've been incredible, you've been very sweet. The problem, Pam, is that like, I don't think I'm like drunk or sad enough for this place. You know what I mean? No, I'm okay. I li- I'm satisfied. I'm happy with my life still. I'm only 22, like I said. I'm getting there. I, I have a long way to go, right? <laughs> I have a long way to go before I get to this place, before I end up here. Once it becomes your own, like, personal prison, then then you fit in. You fit in, and you, then you're a comedian, right? Like, and this doesn't feel fair because I don't know anyone here, and, they, you know, you're saying you can't roast people you don't love or whatever, right? But like that kid there, he he was like 90. Yeah, he's fine. He's fine. Okay, good. Okay. He needs a big hug and you're the guy. He'd have fallen asleep if the mic wasn't propping him up. He was, this is how he was telling all of his jokes. No, it was the syringe. It was the syringe. <laughs> You, all right, you, sir, have a pencil-thin mustache on your whole face. It's everywhere on you, across your entire face. <laughs> that's a Pencil-thin mustache, that's where I got it. Yeah, that's where I got it. Actually, oh, I forgot to say this at the start. My mother's a special ed teacher. That's really good to know that you're allowed to call them retards. As long as I'm gonna let her know that, hey mom, you've been you've been toning it down this entire time. You can let loose. You work with those retards. <laughs> oh, birthday boy, he's not in here, but that's okay. Uh, he's got that skater look down. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I, what kind of shirt was? What is that shirt he's wearing? Is that like a metal band, like thrash yeah. metal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, right. That's he's like MMA. But like he's just like a little bit more of a schlub. That's it. That's, like he's not in good enough shape to be MMA, which is super sad. That like he's like a, he's like a step below the MMA look. Like if he got in shape and started like walking around like this, he'd be he'd be he'd be MMA. He'd be MMA. It's the same. It's exactly the same. All right. That's it. I'm all, I'm out of people to roast. I'm out of people to roast. I'll try a little bit of original material because I can. I got the stage time. <laughs> Have you ever? Yes. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> two so far. I know I did. 
Have you ever had, have you ever, ever had anyone try to convince you that they're smarter than you are because they've done acid? Yeah. Right, like they're operating on some high frequency because they've done acid, right? Like they got it all figured out because they've done acid. No, never. I've never done acid. You're right. That's, see, that's the thing is that I think that I'm going to try it once and then I'll be on the other side and be like, oh, yeah, totally. It's, it makes... Right, right? <laughs> right, yeah, so I got to... Uh, whatever. Anyway, to be fair, doing... <laughs> just because you've done acid doesn't mean that you're not smarter than me. It's just that that's not why. Right? Right? Uh... <laughs> Jesus. I know, I know. The roast went perfect. It's the written material now that I haven't done in a while. It's not going well at all, right? Have you ever had someone try to describe like their acid, like what they learned on their acid trip to you? It's never, it's never made any, it's never made any sense to me, ever. No, you don't understand. I saw God, man. He came right up to me. He took out his wallet and he tried to show me pictures of his kid and, and pieces of toast fell out. And he said, look, here he is. Here he is in Mexico, lightly buttered. Amen. Right? And I woke up. And then I woke up. I came to. I snapped. It, just, it all clicked to me. Everything is love. All right, that's all I had. Thanks, everybody. everything yay all things are love right is that how it works you have a dog you know how love works I have a cat I know how love works I have this new thing where I buy my cat lamb liver and then I cook it uh, in water with no salt and then I put it through strainers and then I feed it to my cat because I want him to live forever does anyone else want their cat to live forever? No one else loves their cat as much as I love. I love, I love my cat so much. I'm about to cry right now. I, may he live forever, Spike forever. He's 14. He's getting. You know when their fur gets all funny because they can't take care of themselves anymore, and you're like, you're getting old. I have no jokes about this. I'm like, I love you. I want to take my cat. And I want to shave him. And I want to knit a sweater out of his fur. And, and I want to wear it. And then I want to take my hair off the ground and I want to weave that into a sweater and I want to make him wear it. So I'm going to wear a cat hair sweater and he's going to wear a Pam hair sweater. And we're going to hang out forever and always. May it always live forever, my cat in the universe love my cat so much not as much as I love your next no actually I love my cat more than you I'm sorry <laughs> but he is a really good dude and he's a very funny man but he I don't love you as much as my I love my cat if I had to be like Jonathan and my cat this is a really difficult question for me <laughs> which do I love more do I love my cat I love my cat <laughs> Like, I've loved my cat for six years. I love the cat. Uh, and he gets angry at the cat. The cat comes underneath the covers, and he, we 
come up with a new noun or new verb. It's whiskering because the cat, he gets underneath the covers and then he moves his face around and he's figuring things out and it's his whiskers. When they rub against my back, I'm like, oh, you're whiskering me. I love it. But when he whiskers Jonathan, Jonathan's like, you get out of this bed. Who are you, cat? Get out of here. Cats are whiskering me. I'm like, so I try to get the cat. I try to. When it happens, I try to. I try to bring him around to my side, up against my tummy. I'm like, you can whisker my tummy all night, bro. Just hang out, hold you. I love you. Not as much as your next comedian. Everybody, it's Paul Brumbo. <laughs> God, Pam Benjamin, everybody. Keep it going for Pam Benjamin, the rest of the community you've seen. Well, I swear to God, the last minute and a half actually could have been my set, which is kind of cra- crazy. That's how I wake up in the morning is kind of like uh, spooning my pussy, trying to whisker it, kind of whisker it under the covers, trying to get it, right? Sorry. I'm sorry. You're just there, darling. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. It's personal. You can follow me on Twitter or over the bar. Whatever you want to do, darling. Sorry. I'm just saying that's the... I'm whiskering, okay? I'm whiskering. <laughs> Fuck. No. I, just to let you guys know, I've been in a relationship for 16 years. No. F- no, don't applaud for that shit. It's more, it's more like a life fucking sentence at this point. Fuck. It's kind of crazy. Um, but it's funny because when I'm single, I want to be in a relationship. And when I'm in a relationship, I want to be in a threesome. Anybody else? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you know why I was there, right? You know why I was there. That's what I'm talking about. I'm just kidding, dear. So... <laughs> no, it's 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 crazy. Spotter. Oh God. At this age I do need a spotter. We got one down. We got one down. Waiting for the other one. Oh I'm sorry, dog. You don't have to be here for my balls dropping. Oh jeez. But that's what we're doing tonight. Okay, no, happy birthday, Jonathan. Wherever you're passed out, it's good to know that you're here. Thank you. Um, I love smoking cannabis. I love being here at Mutiny. Um, I do this all the time. Thank you. Go ahead. Cannabis is good. Cannabis is good. That's all right. You guys can pass me a joint. I fucking love it. I love concentrates. Anybody else concentrates, dabs? Edibles, little dabble do you, anything like that. I love concentrates, yeah. The only problem with concentrates, fucking concentrating. <laughs> Unless the police are in your rear view mirror, then it's like, fuck, concentrate, concentrate, concentrate. <laughs> fuck, just, oh, good, he went around me. Oh, fuck, he, now he's stopping. Oh, shit. No, it's fucked up. Um, what else can I say? Um, we were just talking about relationships. Um, my favorite new sex position, by the way, just to let you know, at 49 years old, I'm going on 50 